three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to a quick shot on Martinis Biscott. Today we talk about goodwill. What is it? What is the difference between goodwill for accounting purposes and goodwill in business valuations and securities valuations? And why should you care? Or should you care at all? If you look up the definition of goodwill, uh, which I did earlier today, what you're going to find is mostly a calculation uh, rather than a definition. So what is it? What is this goodwill? I like to think of goodwill as the ability of a group of uh, tangible assets to earn an above normal rate of return. Um, so let's look at an example of that. You're a company, you're a small business, you've got accounts receivable of say $100,000, they're worth $100,000. That's the return that you can expect on those accounts receivable. You have inventory of say $100,000 at your cost, uh, but you can mark that up because that's your business. And so call it $200,000 would be the value of that inventory, the rate of return that you can expect on it, or the return that you can expect on it. Uh, you have to <clears throat> do some other math to come up with a rate, but that's the return you can expect on your inventory. Say you have fixed assets being you know, equipment, uh, car, maybe some real estate. Let's call it $200,000. These are just made up numbers, obviously. So you have 100 in AR, 200 inventory, 200 fixed assets. That's total assets of $500,000. Yet, you have enough cash flow to justify a valuation on your business of $750,000. Someone comes along and says, I will buy your business for 750 grand, uh, even though your assets taken together are only worth $500,000. That's what good at will is. It's the ability of everything put together to earn more than the individual assets might otherwise be worth. So in other words, there's a magic sauce uh, in this business somewhere, and that's what's called goodwill. And the magic sauce could be their intangible assets. So they could be the employees, they could be a customer list, they could be patents, they could be IPs, it could be brand name. There's all sorts of intangibles that are not hard assets um, that could drive this, uh, uh, this this valuation over and above the value of the hard assets. Quick little sidebar here. Um, a lot of accountants and valuators will suggest to you that something like a customer list, for example, or a patent is not really goodwill because it's identifiable. And goodwill is intangible, A, and B, not identifiable. So goodwill is what's left after you've identified everything you can possibly identify. Semantics, some people, uh, who are older like me uh, think of all intangibles as you know a bucket of goodwill uh, some of which is identifiable within it don't get hung up on the semantics anything that um, anything that uh, is intangible um, can be thought of as that bucket of goodwill in my mind um, now let's talk about goodwill in some more depth here uh, useful to think of goodwill in two different ways uh, one from an accounting perspective and one from a business valuation slash securities perspective, entirely different things, and uh, they're just not related at all. And I find a lot of uh, business managers, entrepreneurs are a little bit confused about that, which is why I want to do this topic today. All right, accounting. Goodwill for accounting is an intangible asset that arises for one reason and one reason only, and that is there was an acquisition, um, and so the business, the buyer acquires an existing business and on consolidation, merger of that acquisition, um, you create goodwill. And the goodwill technically, is that's the only way it happens, is on an acquisition. And the goodwill 
the amount of the goodwill arises out of the purchase price equation. So you say, okay, well, I'm paying $750,000 for your business, to use my prior example. I'm going to allocate that $750,000 to the stuff that I'm buying. So I'm going to say I'm going to spend $100,000 on the receivables. We agreed. $200,000 on inventory. We agreed. $200,000 on fixed assets. We agreed. That's only five hundred, dollars And I have I spent seven fifty. dollars Therefore, $250,000 is left over. That's goodwill for accounting purposes. And again, the purchase price allocation may in fact allocate something specifically to identifiable intangible assets like a customer list or a patent. And so it would put a number on that and your goodwill would therefore uh, be smaller. All right, so we talked about uh, for accounting purposes. Okay, so that sets up, there's only the one way to set up goodwill on your balance sheet and that's through this acquisition. And then in both in US GAAP and IFRS, um, goodwill's never amortized. It just stays there, um, except every year when you do your annual statements, management's responsibility, which really turns into the auditor, um, does a valuation of your goodwill. And if they find that the value of your business is less than the goodwill that, you, that is sitting on your balance sheet, it no longer has anything to do with what you paid for the business, but if it's for the, for the acquisition. But if the value of your business is less than what's sitting on your balance sheet, there's an impairment charge, what they call an impairment charge, or a write down of that asset. So in our example, you had $250,000 of, uh, of a goodwill asset. Someone comes along, uh, the auditor comes along next year and does a, a valuation of your business and says, you know, this thing's only worth $650,000. Therefore, we need to write off $100,000 um, of that goodwill. Not quite that simple, but basically that simple. Um, all right, so goodwill for accounting purposes, is because you did an acquisition, has nothing to do with your business before the acquisition and everything to do with the acquisition of the target. It can never go up and it can only go down through impairment. All right, goodwill for, oh, sorry. I wanted to say one other thing. What, what use is goodwill in accounting on your balance sheet? Um, I mean, it needs to be done for accounting, but as a business manager, an owner, an entrepreneur, what good does this do you? The answer, I can't think of any, any, anything that really matters on this other than most people try to avoid to have it written off because they don't want to see that expense go through their income statement. So as a summary on this one for accounting purposes, goodwill relates to your acquisition and every year you have to go through this valuation process or it might get written down, but it never goes up. Goodwill for business valuation, uh, securities valuation is an entirely different animal. So similar to the purchase price equation in accounting, goodwill in a business valuation is the value of the business over and above the value of your tangible net assets. Okay, so um, the goodwill that you calculate in a business valuation never goes on your balance sheet, right? That's It's not an accounting issue at all, but you use it for other things that are really, really important. Um, for example, valuing your business uh, notionally, so there's not a transaction, but you need a value for estate planning, for managerial bonuses, for family law purposes, for tax rollover type purposes. There's lots of reason that people do uh, valuations and you can't do a valuation without calculating goodwill. Um, so it's an important concept for that. It's an important concept for uh, securities valuation, how do I know how much this company is worth, how much goodwill is fair, how much should I be paying for it when I'm buying this stock. It's important in mergers and acquisitions.
right? It's, it's in, in inherent in the definition of value. And to that point, let's look at an equation. Fair market value is equal to the net tangible assets plus goodwill and other intangible assets. Forget about those other intangible assets. For simplicity, let's just call it a bucket of goodwill. So the fair market value of a business is equal to the value of your tangible assets plus goodwill. Okay, that's it. Express another way, goodwill is the fair market value of the business minus the net tangible assets. Uh, what is fair market value? Um, highest price available in an open and unrestricted market between informed prudent parties acting at arm's length under no compulsion to act expressed in money and money's worth. That was the definition that I'm impressed that I pulled off from uh, my training in the 1980s and early 1990s. The definition, I think if you were an expert witness, um, you would define things a little bit differently, but the substance hasn't changed. That's basically what it is. It's a hypothetical transaction that isn't reflecting uh, crazy market fluctuations day to day, okay? Um, so the value of your business um, can be calculated uh, through a notional valuation. And to do that, you would use any one of a, a, an earnings methodologies, a cash flow methodologies, like a EBITDA multiple. I think we've covered that before. We'll cover those in other martinis with Scott's. Um, so here's an important point. Unlike goodwill for accounting, which relates to your target, the goodwill determined in evaluation is the value of your business or the, sorry, the business that you're valuing, which may not be your business, but it's, it's, a, it's a reflection of the business that is being valued as at the date that it's being valued. So if you're doing your own uh, valuation of your own business for estate planning purposes, for example, it has nothing to do with the, with the goodwill that may be on your balance sheet. Okay, it's a valuation of your business, not a target in a transaction. And by the way, if there was a transaction, if you did buy a business, say last year, and you rolled that business in, then the goodwill that you're calculating today um, includes both businesses plus the synergies that came out of that acquisition, like reduced overheads and and uh, whatever other synergies go along with that. Uh, because value is always perspective in nature. It's always looking forward and, um, and therefore, is the cash generated from the, the combined entity that exists as at the valuation date. Um, unlike accounting goodwill, which we decided can never go up, it can only stay the same or go down through an impairment charge, uh, the goodwill calculated by in, in a valuation um, changes every day, right? Again, because value is, a, is day specific and company specific, and tomorrow the value of that company may change based on different prospects, different risks. Uh, which is what drives cash flows. So should you care about all this? There's a difference between goodwill and accounting and goodwill and valuation. Um, and I think you should. Goodwill uh, includes brand value, um, at least in my definition of it. Um, and the value of other intangible assets besides goodwill, by the way, is calculated exactly the same. I mean, how do you calculate brand if not calculating goodwill? It's the exact same thing. So goodwill, including brand, is part of the value of your business. You're starting a business and you create, uh, you, create, you create value, you're creating a goodwill. So let me give you an example. I looked up two companies uh, this morning when I was thinking about doing this show. I looked up Apple, which to me would be a, a high brand value, low tangible asset business. I don't know what Apple does. I've never looked, oh, I know what they do because I have their products, but I, I've never looked at their balance sheet. I don't know what they have for fixed assets, but I'm thinking it's not a lot. 
Um, and I looked at General Motors, which has uh, a number of brands, probably not as strong as Apple, but still pretty good brands, um, and probably a lot of assets, hard assets, right? Because they're a manufacturer. Um, whereas I, I suspect Apple outsources a lot of their manufacturing. Again, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I'm guessing. So what did I found? I found that Apple this morning was trading at 15.7 times uh, its tangible book value. Uh, so the shares were worth 15.7 times their tangible book value. Again, value is 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 a function of of your tangible assets plus your goodwill. Uh, so putting this in, expressing this as a multiple gives you 15.7 times for Apple. And at the same time, GM was trading at 1.3 times its tangible book value. 1.3 versus 15.7, um, that's, that's a lot of goodwill for Apple and it's a lot less goodwill for General Motors. By the way, when you're training to be a, uh, a business evaluator, which I uh, did, and you're looking, this again is information from you know the 1990s. It's a long time ago, and I think things have changed because there's a lot more businesses without hard assets, right? Obviously, um, in the high growth space. But um, when you were doing valuations back then, you did all your work for weeks on end, and you came up with a number. And then what you did was you compared that to your hard assets, to your tangible assets. And if you came up higher than 1.5 your boss was going to have a concern okay so you always had that as a limiting factor what are those hard assets and so here we are gm's at 1.3 which makes perfect sense to me apple's at 15.7 which just tells me they've got high growth uh, expectations they and they have a super powerful brand generating lots of money off not very many assets right that's what that means um, another thing important thing to know about goodwill in valuation and and um M&A is that companies with less assets are much riskier. So in a sense, Apple could be riskier if my hypothesis about their assets um, is true. Apple could be riskier than General Motors. So let me put it in a simple example for you. If your business is worth $100 million, sorry, if you want to buy a business for $100 million and it has $80 million of hard assets versus all things being equal, business B, $400 million and it has 5 million in hard assets, which would you buy? One of them has 80 million in hard assets and you're paying 20 in goodwill. And one of them has 5 million in hard assets and you're paying 95 in goodwill. Obviously, that's a simple question. You wanna to to buy the one with the assets because it's far less risky for the same purchase price, all things being equal. So things to think about on goodwill. I wanna talk just quickly about personal goodwill before we uh, cut it off here. Personal goodwill is a concept in valuation um, and in mergers and acquisitions. Personal goodwill is a unique advantage enjoyed by a certain, a given individual, uh, which arises from particular abilities and skills and something that's completely unique. The point about personal goodwill is if I come to buy your business, the goodwill is not transferable to me. You're looking at non-transferable issues. Let me give you an example. Say you have a local roofer. We're in the Roofing business, I'm trying to buy a local roofer these days. If you know of anybody that needs some money, let me know. Uh, so say you're a local roofer, you're an older guy, you know the neighborhood, everybody's your friend and you get all their business. Now you wanna sell their business. Are those clients transferable? If yes, no problem. If not, that's personal goodwill. It's non-transferable goodwill. Um, 
when the business loses your expertise, can it carry on? Can somebody else with some expertise step in? They don't know those roofs, they don't know the history, all those sorts of things. So the answer may be yes, it's, it's solvable, but at a price. And what you find with personal goodwill is you get a, a deduction to your value, you know, 10%, 20%, 40%, whatever the number is, right? So you come up with fair market value, assuming it's all transferable, that goodwill. And then you step and say, wait a minute, we're losing this fellow. He's on a one-year contract and you try to come up with some discount to the purchase price for personal goodwill. So there's some uh, explanations as to what goodwill is, um, why it's completely different in accounting than it is in business and securities valuations, uh, some applications as to why you should at least care. And my hope from this is that if you better understand the term, um, you will therefore be better set to win at business, which after all is the entire point of this show is to help you win at business. Please subscribe to the Martinis with Scott channel on YouTube um, and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, and I'll be back. We'll see you tomorrow or the day after.